0: Hey guys, welcome to the e-commerce paradise podcast today. I have a special guest on the show He's been doing kindle publishing for quite some time now very successfully and he's even teaching people how to do it So I wanted to pick his brain a bit and uh, learn more about this awesome business model. That's very passive and very very cool um, Welcome to the show Emeka ameka osai
1: Trevor. Hey, man. Thanks for having me. Appreciate it
0: no problem. Emeka is the founder of com. It's a website where you can learn how to build a Kindle publishing business. So it's really exciting to have you on. Emeka, can I uh, ask you first, though, about your backstory, maybe you know, how you came into Kindle publishing in the first place, this, this kind of thing?
1: Yeah, man. So um, so I'm from Canada, and uh, my wife's from, from Mexico, Monterey. And uh, when we had our first child, she wanted to be closer to her family. So she wanted to move down to Mexico. So, uh, you know, that was a non-discussion, <laughs> and uh, so we moved. And uh, at the time, I was just kind of in between jobs, doing, like, you know, helping out a family friend with her business, but it wasn't, like, I wasn't doing anything I enjoyed. And, uh, you know, being down in Mexico, I knew one thing. I wasn't but start working for pesos, and so I had to figure out how to make some money. Um, and so, you know, it's funny. It was a Gary Gary Vaynerchuk video. And, uh, you know, one of his videos just hit me. And I, I looked some stuff up online. And it was, it was selling, taking something from eBay and reselling it on Amazon for a higher price. I'm like, oh, wait, what? And, like, found three products right away. And I'm like, I would have made 80 bucks if I did it. I'm like, oh, wow. This whole online thing, there's people making money with this? And that's how it started. And then one thing led to another, and I found self-publishing. And uh, that was, the first book was published back in August of 2016. Uh, The book sucked. But I kept going, published a couple more, and eventually I figured things out. And uh, you know, I replaced my job, uh, replaced my wife's job, and um, you know, we were quote-unquote living the dream but uh, it's turned into a, a much, much bigger thing than I could have ever imagined.
0: Yeah, that's amazing. It's so cool how this kind of stuff really does work. What kind of, what kind of drew you into Kindle Publishing in the first place? What was the appeal there?
1: Well, I started looking at Amazon FBA and dropshipping. And for, what, for the research I was doing, there was just more capital that I needed. And at the time, we, we had no money, like we were broke. Like one of the things moving to Mexico is because you didn't need a ton of money. Um, and so we were saving money, but it was going to take so long. And then we had like three, 350 bucks saved. And then I found out publishing is like, oh man, I can use it. I, like I can start right now. And so that's what attracted me to publishing it was just the low barrier of entry in terms of startup costs.
0: Yeah, I totally understand that. I mean, somebody can just go and write their own book, right? And publishing itself is free and they have to make a book cover and then write a sales page and boom, right? You pretty much can put a book online.
1: I don't even write the books. I just pay a ghostwriting company to write the books because I'm not creative. I'm not an author by any means. Um, And I pay somebody else like 10 bucks to design a cover for me. So, you know, and then, yes, publishing is free. You just put it up on Amazon. Good to go.
0: Yeah, it's it's amazing. I I just finished reading the book um, The Everything Store uh, about mm-hmm. Amazon and, and the whole yeah. startup of that, and it's just incredible how they took the self publishing and the Kindle, and they just completely revolutionized the publishing industry. I think before Amazon and self publishing existed, you had to go through this arduous process of getting publishers to do all the work and stuff <sighs> totally. like that. Promote. It's crazy, right?
1: Uh, it's it's. I was reading a stat yesterday or the other day, and it was something like. Oh, what was it? I, I, I might be wrong with the numbers, but it was something ridiculous. Like 70% of all um, like royalties paid out on Amazon for their books are just self-published authors now. And it's just, you know, I use Amazon as a platform, as a tool. I use it to make money right like you know i have a couple brands on amazon that i'm super passionate about and they've kind of built into like a shopify store and stuff like that but the majority of my books like i don't care about them right they're they're good quality but i just whatever um but for authors especially it's like they've changed the game because now authors can get their word out. And more importantly, they can actually get paid without having to go through like a big publishing house now because they can do it themselves. Yes.
0: Yeah. I, I remember um, what was the story of the four hour work week? I think Tim Ferriss said he went through like 30 different publishing houses and got mm-hmm. refused on all these publishing houses. And then finally the one that they did, they didn't like the title originally that he had set up. So they had mm-hmm. him change it and that's how they came up with that title.
1: <laughs> yep. Yeah, Robin is another one, right? Like he got rejected by everybody. So he just self-published the book himself. And now, you know, now he's like a world-renowned author and speaker. Right.
0: So so when you um first got started with Kindle Publishing, um, did you know much about it? Or how did you go about like figuring things out and just figuring out like how to publish and stuff like that?
1: YouTube, man. YouTube. YouTube. Uh yeah, I just <laughs> devoured the YouTube videos. Um eventually I bought a course, but it was just Yeah. It was just learning everything off YouTube, going on webinars, going on like, just like I'm somebody, if I'm going to learn about something, I'm going to learn about it. Right. So I just, you know, became obsessed with it and um, yeah, just, it was all YouTube. That's where it all really started. But then I took a course and that really kind of sped up the results.
0: That's great. And you have a YouTube channel now as well, correct?
1: Yes, I do. Yes, I do.
0: (laughs) So if you guys want to learn more about Kindle publishing, you can check them out. Um, uh, Myself publishing blueprint or type in um, Emeko sci into YouTube, right? Yeah. Cool. Yeah, I've seen it. Lots of great videos there. And it's really cool, I think, that YouTube exists, of course, because uh, before there was a platform like that, it was kind of difficult to learn stuff. I remember back when I was a kid, it, you know, you had to go into, like, encyclopedias and, and, and devour all sorts of books and stuff like that, whereas YouTube videos, like, you just have direct access to some of the most, the brightest, smartest mentors out there. And if you just sit down and watch these videos, you can learn as much as anybody else knows. It's pretty impressive. It's amazing.
1: Bro, man, it's yeah, that's, this is a whole discussion we've talked about for 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 days. You know, it's people there is zero excuse in this world to be broke anymore. Like the only the only excuse you have to be broke is if you live in somewhere like Tanzania <laughs> or like you know, maybe up in like somewhere up in like Siberia where they don't got internet. <laughs> but holy, if you listen to this right now, you broke, that's on you. Yeah, Wake up.
0: I agree hundred percent, man. Like you can tune this content for free. Like it doesn't cost mm. much money. I mean, everybody's, it seems like everybody's got a smartphone now. They're not that expensive. They, most people have laptop computers. It still surprises me though. Like I was talking to my friend the other day, and I was like, "Yo, man, you know you could start selling products online. It's not that hard, and it's very low cost startup." He's like, "You know, I gotta get a laptop." <laughs> I was Thinking to myself, uh, go to a laptop,
1: <laughs> yeah. right. or Go to a library. I mean, go but the guy, he
0: works a job, and, and like he makes money every month, and, and everybody makes money every month from their job. They have disposable income. It's like. Like, well they think? just
1: don't make it a priority, right? They don't want to change. They're exactly. happy and they're content with their life. That's the yeah. that's how the majority of people live. Yep. And you know, yeah. hey, power to them.
0: Yeah, true. Yep. <laughs> and uh, it's just amazing because like I remember when I first got started with entrepreneurship, I was devouring mm-hmm. YouTube videos also. Um, looking up, you know, SEO, keyword mm-hmm. research, you know, what is like drop shipping, you know, how does it work and stuff like that. And uh I first got into Kindle publishing, I think around 2015 or something and i made and i and i had a ghostwriter write a book for me and it was i think it was yeah. about uh, car camping or something like that it was just some yeah. like i was actually interested and i tried to write it and then i just was failing so i was like just write a book for me and i'll go through and try to like update it or something and i did and i got the cover and i posted it and i was like yeah put up 99 cents it's kind of a short book um and it's still making sales today like ever so often mm-hmm. I, I log in like i get like five or ten bucks a month or something like you know what i mean it's ridiculously right but it works and I think that's the most amazing thing is that um you don't understand like well some people don't understand is that like people a ton of people pay for information online like it's it's just Mm -hmm. you know like if information is available in an organized format people are willing to pay for it Um, and taking advantage of that that need and that that open market of amazon and people knowing that kindle exists and that books cost money (laughs) like they're willing to pay for it like just go out and create some books you know
1: or have yeah, books written for yeah, you. hundred percent, hundred percent. Yeah,
0: I love, I love that it exists and it's a, it's a great platform to use. Um, so what are your suggestions for, for getting, first people just getting into Kindle Publishing that haven't really done it yet, that don't really know the process of it. Um, where does somebody start with this whole process?
1: My YouTube channel, okay. um, <laughs> yep. but essentially, essentially, basically, what we're doing is we go to Amazon and we just find okay, what are people spending money on in terms of books right now? Like, what are the top? Like, what are some of the bestseller, best selling books? And we're not looking for bestseller books like the Four Hour Work Week, like um, you know the Five AM Club. We're not looking for those type of bestseller books by authority figures. We're looking like there's like there's millions of books, so. You know, even maybe bestseller is not even like the right terms, it just has to be selling well enough. Right. And so we find those books and then we do a bit of market research, super easy. And then we hire a company, Ghostwriter, to write the book for us based around that topic, based around what the negative reviews are saying, what the positive reviews are saying.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, And then we pay cover designer like five ten bucks to create a cover for us. And then we publish it up on Amazon. And that's the process. And now your goal is to outrank or outsell the book that you are, you know, are trying to go after. Right. And and, and that's 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 essentially what it is. And the higher quality of book, the more sales you're gonna get, then the more people are gonna want to come back and buy your next book, right? And 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 so on. And that's essentially what we're doing. And the great thing about this is. You know I got a video that 's going to be coming out on the channel in the next couple of days that i technically a mecca hasn 't actually published a book in almost a year. I have a manager who runs my entire publishing business he 's over in Bangladesh and he does all of it for me and I just meet with him once a week so it's a, it 's an extremely passive business because it 's simple. That you can have somebody else run it for you, and you just sit back and collect the checks, make the strategic decisions, and stuff like that. That's like down the road.
0: Yeah, yeah, of course, but that (laughs) makes perfect sense too. Because obviously, you can't really scale a business, any business, without without having a team of people running it for you. Thank you.
1: Yes, hundred percent. Right? Like, (laughs) why do it? Why replace your job with another? Yeah. Like if you if you're doing it yourself, you're just working another job.
0: Just gonna get burned out, just like you. Not to
1: work the job. It's let's train people to do it for you, so you can focus on the bigger picture things. Hundred percent,
0: and uh, and so those big picture things. Uh, you know, we're talking doing more research. Um, you know, what what are some of those big picture things that, that you do? Like
1: for me, it's like yeah, it's okay figuring out. So what strategies do I want to focus on? Do I want to increase my audiobook royalties? you know, how are paperback sales going? How are ebook sales going? Which ones do we need to focus on? Which niches should we get into? Which brands do we want to build? Like, you know, should we try do, going off to Amazon? Should we, you know, so it's just analyzing the business in a different way that if I'm inside running the business, sure. I can't do it. Sure. Right. So those are kind of the bigger picture type of things. So it's, it's just more advanced business strategies.
0: Yeah. That makes perfect sense. And, and as far as branding goes, um, are we talking like mm-hmm. making a whole series of books on a certain topic in a niche or what are you talking this way? Totally,
1: Totally. Like you can create a whole series of books. Um, you know, I've gone into like, I got a Shopify store. Some of my students have created Shopify stores that they sell related products to their books. Um, you know, to their customers, you can take your books and funnel, you know, collect the emails from them and funnel affiliate products to them and do, you know, affiliate marketing. One of my students in December did $90,000 in revenue, in revenue, not profit, but 90,000 in revenue from book sales and affiliate products that he was promoting through his Mm. books, right? And uh, like, so there's a lot of different, a lot of different things you can do with it. It's not just selling the book.
0: Yeah, I think you're hitting on a really important topic here, though, and that is that you, it, a book is not just, like, you don't stop with the book, right? Like, you, you build out a whole funnel at, through the book. The book is totally. almost like a, a, a traffic source for, for an offer, for something else.
1: Yeah, and, and that's, what, that's where people like yourself and like me would think of it. And don't get me wrong. You can make, like, ten to $15,000 a month on only selling books and not collecting a single email or not doing any of that. But if you want to really build a bigger business, more long-term and all of that, well, then there's some additional things that you can do. But just the front-end book sales, there's still a ton of money to be made with just doing that alone. Right.
0: And I feel like, uh, honestly, like Kindle publishing is, uh, can be used for more um, than its own separate business. In fact, I think like for people doing high-ticket dropshipping or any kind of dropshipping for that matter, yeah. you can... If you're, if you're focusing on a specific niche, you could use um, Kindle publishing as a great source of traffic. You can make, make like a, a guide on that niche and then publish it to, to Kindle uh, for free or for a very low cost and somebody might buy it because they're interested, they're on Kindle, they know that things cost money on there. they're willing to spend money on it um, and then drive traffic to your dropship store. You know, that kind of
1: thing works too. I did an interview with a guy, Miles uh, Beckler. Uh-huh. And um, do you know Miles?
0: Yeah, totally, from- yeah, good, good buddies with the yeah. you your guy.
1: Sweet. He said that his free books on Amazon are the best leads he gets for his business. The free books on Amazon that he puts. And he's, he, you know, Miles, he's down to the data, right? So yeah. he's at all the tested, But he's like, yeah, Amazon provides the best traffic source for, for our business in terms of leads. That's great. So there's so much you can do with it. It's so much bigger than just selling books.
0: Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, and I think that matters a lot to any business to understand the data, right? And to really understand like who are your best customers, who are the people who are willing to spend the most money and are gonna going to be the best experience for your business, and vice versa. How who are you willing to serve the best, and then what's that best traffic source? And Kindle is really good for many different business models um, yeah. because everything is really grounded in foundation of information. I think
1: correct, and like. Wait. I've got a. I did a video a little while ago called "Kindle Publishing is Dead" because it really is dead. But when you started 2015, it was Kindle Publishing because you were publishing Kindle eBooks, and you can make a ton of money with that. And you still can, but it's more self-publishing now because it's paperbacks are the ninety percent of the royalties you, you get. Audiobook sales are just absolutely exploding right now. Ebook sales for some niches still make decent coin, but like. At the end of the month, I'll have a thousand dollars from ebook sales, and like eight thousand from paperback, and six from audiobook.
0: Incredible. Okay. Well, that's right? great. To kind of give you really, really good to solidify. Uh,
1: right. Yeah. So it's it's self publishing. It's not. We're not. We're not getting rich off a two ninety nine yeah. ebook. Right. Some of my students' books are fifty dollars. Okay. Right. Wow. Like yeah. you know, yeah. Well, you know, fifty dollars <laughs> for a book. You're selling like you know five hundred thousand dollar. Yeah, products and exactly. dropship, but but you know, 50, so it's not it's not a two dollar book. They're like up to fifty dollar books or more. So it's um that's why we you know I I use the term now. It's self publishing. It's not just sure. Kindle publishing. If that makes sense to it makes,
0: it makes total sense to me, and and as far as paperback goes, I think it just has this sort of intrinsic value to it, and you have a book, you know, in your library, you can put on the shelf and take down and make notes and and stuff like that. So it makes totally. sense that people love the physical book. I think um, yep. I think that's going to become kind of, that's going to remain like sort of. Uh,
1: I don't think physical books will ever go away. Yeah, right? Me I just, either. Like, Even though I, I, I hate e-books.
0: It's not the same, right? <laughs> no.
1: Nah, I like the – you know, it's – like yeah. I like the idea of a Kindle e-reader or whatever they're called. Um, you know, I like the convenience idea of it, and I'm like – but I, I just – you know, like uh, you can't see the video, but like I like the physical flipping the pages, hearing the pages. Uh, the smell right? like, of it. Right? I, I like that. You <laughs> can't get that on a – freaking tablet
0: (laughs) you just can't yeah and the tablet even kind of wears your eyes out and i I, there's always some kind of distractions going on with your with your like i have it on my iphone the kindle app and i can bounce out of that into anything so it it makes distractions way too easy to to happen whereas with a book like it's physical it's right there in front of you in fact you kind of feel smarter reading an actual physical book right (laughs) (laughs)
1: yeah 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 but you know there's a lot there's i was watching a video of somebody and they were talking about the latest kindle thing and how you can like highlight stuff and now it has like 4g built into it so you can highlight and then you can save it to a cloud so he saves it to his team and so they can read the cliff notes i'm like oh shit that sounds kind of cool yeah
0: that's the next level stuff right
1: there so i was like oh maybe Maybe, Maybe there's something here. But.
0: There should be something like a like a highlighter that that uh, um, you know uh, actually scans what you highlight or something and uploads it. Right. I mean,
1: and upload, there you go. There oh, you I need, I need go.
0: to invent that. Right. It's probably out there already. Now you're talking. So. I think I saw something about that a while ago. Yeah. So, and then, and then of course, audiobooks, which uh, is just like a podcast, um, but a little bit slower. Right. And then, you know, uh, mm-hmm. on one topic the whole time where podcasts are usually all over the place. Um, you know, I can understand why that's extremely popular and profitable Mm -hmm. as well. And can you talk? It's the
1: fastest growing way of taking in content right now is audio. Besides YouTube,
0: you know, and and you can do, you can listen to audio anywhere you're going that you can't watch a YouTube video, like in your car while you're running, uh, doing any like grocery shopping, stuff like that. Um, So what does it take for somebody to take uh, a piece of information and publish it on multiple platforms? I know there's there's, uh, the create spaces for, for print on demand books and the.
1: Create spaces is dead. Uh, Amazon. Killed it, and it's all on KDP now. Oh
0: wow! I didn't know yeah. that. Okay. So it's all the ebook
1: and paperback. It's yeah. It. So they're still audible, which will be up for the, but Amazon will kill that too, and it'll all be on one platform eventually. Oh, okay. But so there's KDP that does ebooks and paperback, and then ACX which does audio audiobooks. Got
0: it. So what Amazon did was they bought those companies, they absorbed them, and and they eventually they were all created.
1: Amazon owned. They're all Amazon owned. They just okay. had three different. Different brands, yeah, or whatever.
0: Yeah, like, yeah I got you. It makes sense. So, so, so they're kind of going in the direction of having all under the KDP. Yeah, eventually. And um, for ACX, what does that take for somebody to publish an audiobook? I guess you you probably either have to read your book or hire somebody to re- read it for you. Uh,
1: you. Once again, it's all about outsourcing. So yeah, yeah. you do very little work. Like the job as the publishers to find a profitable niche and keyword. That's yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. Everything else, you just pay somebody to do. So. Uh, ACX has in-house narrators that you can use, um, you know, for anywhere from, you know, 30 to 40 to $50 per finished hour to read the book for you. Right. And, uh, they do that and then you just hit publish and now your book's an audiobook. Got it. That's it.
0: Yeah. It's a pretty simple process, I guess, when you break it all down and, and totally uh, and have a team doing it eventually. Right. I mean, it makes, yeah it makes the whole growth of of the business a lot easier having a team. And, and mm-hmm. where do you go about finding your team in the process of hiring them? Uh, do you use any certain platforms for that?
1: You know, um, I met a, my my manager through, uh, through this guy I met online. We started talking and uh, and uh, yeah, lo and behold, boom. You know, <laughs> but uh, yeah. you, can, you can train them. You can go to Upwork and find an assistant and train them, but you know, I, I usually advise people not to do that on their own and it's twofold. One it's like, I come from 15 years of sales training experience, so I know how to hire and train people. Um, so we actually have a program where we train managers for publishers now. So basically they can pay to have somebody who's fully capable to run their publishing business alongside of them. Now, um, when we have the managers available, they come in waves, right? Cause it, Takes a while to train them. Um, so, but they can also do it themselves. You just got to be willing to understand that, well, if you've never trained somebody before, it's probably going to take four or five people until you finally get one that's right. Mm-hmm. And it's going to cost thousands of dollars. And they're probably going to screw up a lot of things for you. Because it's training people.
0: Yeah, they're people, <laughs> right? right? Yeah, exactly. they're people.
1: <laughs> and especially if you don't know how to train people before. <laughs> you know, but, uh, but most publishers don't like, you know, when they're at that level, they're looking at things a bit differently and, um, and whatnot. So,
0: so no matter what, how much time and people it takes and money it takes to get there, would you say that it's worth building a team to, to run your business for you? Like to get all through all that crazy stuff to, in order to, to have these long-term people? doing things for you? Yeah, man.
1: Like it's a hundred percent. Like I spend maybe about five hours a month on the publishing business and it does anywhere from Ten to fifteen thousand dollars a month right now. That's awesome, and that's from five hours of actual work. And the only work I do is meeting with Abdul.
0: So you're actually living the five hour work week. <laughs>
1: the, the five hour work month. Work month, yeah. For the publishing business. And let's see how long that actually took to accomplish that because that's what right. people want right now. Exactly. That probably took like 15 months. Yeah. To get yeah. it to that level.
0: Right there you go, guys yeah, I hope everybody hears that, like it takes that fifteen months, like it really takes Took fifteen that,
1: that, months to get myself to this point,
0: yeah, and I mean, if you're not willing to put in that upfront work of a year and a half yeah. at minimum, you know to get there and, and and that doesn't mention like you mentioned you had fifteen years of sales training um oh you know, yeah, I like, mean in that too yeah. really. <laughs>
1: you're right. How much did that actually help as well I mean um yeah. Totally, totally. Any, any what,
0: background in sales and marketing is going to help you like build yeah. a business, you know,
1: because yeah. that's what this is. But about. now, like I say, we've, we've changed the publishing business. When I say we, I meant, you know, me and a couple other creators, we've changed it so much that it wouldn't take people that long anymore because there's so many more resources that we've made available for people. It'll really shorten the learning curve, but it'll probably still take them 12 months right like so it's not too. It's still probably going to take them 12 months to get to the point where they have somebody who's capable of running their business and and all that and you know it comes down to the person's experience and you know brains as well right but sure. yeah, but it's possible and it's 100% if it takes 12 if it takes 24 it's worth it cuz
0: Yeah. I mean, I started my first business online in in 2010 and that was leading up to that. I had some, some uh, eBay sales, some garage sale flipping experience and stuff like that. It it took me a good three years to get that dropshipping business to the point where it was actually going to support at least one person full time. And then, you know, from there it started growing like way fast. It's like a snowball effect, you know, like you gotta, you gotta spend your time learning and leading up to it. And then at some point, like it'll start taking off just because you've put so much work into it. You have to build a foundation first. I kind of equate building a business to like building a, a skyscraper, like you have or building a house or something, you know, you have to kind yeah. of like build a foundation and put up the, the sidewall and all that stuff and, and, and put in the appliances and wire everything. <laughs>
1: you got to do all the boring stuff first, all the stuff yeah. that nobody's going to see. That's not sexy. Yeah, you did that first
0: exactly, and there's a lot of the nitty gritty, and um, so yeah. you guys are listening out there. Just be prepared, um, but if you really want this lifestyle, you know, like Emek is enjoying the lifestyle now of uh, being able to do whatever he wants and travel around, spend time with his wife, spend time with his family, and and I think that's really key here is that like you can achieve that if you are willing to put in t- the work and and not just work but learning and action taking and building and, and be willing to fail along the way in order to find success, you can do it. It's all possible.
1: 100%, 100%. That's
0: awesome. Thank you so much for providing so much value here. Um, people, like, no matter what stage that they're at, I'm sure they got value out of this podcast um, and, and for people that want to take your training and, you know, watch your, your videos and stuff, where can they find you?
1: Um, so my YouTube channel you can just type in like basically type in you kind of know publishing, look for the black guy um you know type in a meccaai yeah. you know um it, it's yeah, I'm all over uh you know youtube that's the easiest thing or my publishing blueprint dot com is is uh my entry level courses,
0: yeah, awesome program. so you- you guys, when you go to that myself publishing blueprint.com, um, read, it, read it and stuff like that, and then uh, scroll up to the top, and you'll see a pop up that pops up. And he has got a free guide. So make sure you opt in to get that. Um, I just signed up for that, so I'll be reading through that and stuff like that. And uh, yeah, thanks so much for being on the podcast, Mecca, and uh, looking forward to hearing more about your awesome success in the future.
1: Awesome. Thanks so much, Trevor. Appreciate it.
0: Cool.